73, verses 1 and 2. I've had this particular thought for some time, and God began to deal with me. Today is the day. Psalm 73, verses 1 and 2 says this, Truly God is good to Israel, even to such as are of a clean heart. But as for me, my feet were almost gone. My steps had well nigh slipped. You may be seated. Here the psalmist was looking back at a problem, not a current problem, a past problem like you and I do so many times. And he understood that God is good to Israel and to those of a clean heart. But he said, as for me, I almost slipped. I I almost went back into the world. I'm glad he said almost. We're going to talk about that for just a little while because recently I've been under God's influence speaking to you about recovering and hope. And today we're going to bring all that together and give you the key ingredient for those things to be alive in your life. I want to try with God's help naturally to speak to you on this thought. And I'm really sensing God looking ahead. Now, I've taught our baby daughter how to drive. And I'm not saying I did a very good job, but I was her teacher. And I probably, most likely, still have this particular trait that's not a good one. When, do we have any drivers here? You know, it's important to look ahead when you're driving. So many times I'm looking to the side. I think my wife passed us one day. We were coming out of Kempner, and I don't even think we were looking at the road. We were just talking, looking around, and thank God for his mercy. I, oh, I don't know. He just has taken care of me. Now I've got a vehicle that if the car gets too close, it jerks, and a red light comes on. Praise God. Maybe that's what God needs to give us. Have you ever tried walking, looking down? How about, how about this? Malachi, put your Bible aside. Come up here for just a moment. And I want you to walk a very straight line right here with your eyes closed. Can't see because he's not looking ahead. That's good, Malachi. Thank you. I'm trying to drive this point home because you've heard a song somebody came up with, One Day at a Time. That has done more damage to you and I than any other thing. Got your attention yet? Living for God cannot be. Living for Him only in this moment of time. There is no hope in this moment of time. I've already brought out that if I have the hope, if I'm handling the hope, I no longer hope for it. And I cannot live for God looking in the past. I must look ahead to the future if I'm going to live for God successfully. 
It's not one day at a time. I'm living this moment, keeping my eyes on Jesus, keeping my eyes on the finish line, keeping my eyes on the cross, and I'm making a straight and narrow path. Because if I'm not careful, if I'm looking to the left, right, down, I'm going to miss something somewhere. Stay with me. Now, a lot of you probably are thinking, well, I don't know about all that. Well, maybe that's the apostolic problem why we can't hang in church because we're not looking at our future in God. I don't know about you, but I got a future in God. I have not reaped all the promises of God. He still has some I have not gotten, so I'm looking for them. I'm not just satisfied living in this moment of time, but I'm looking ahead. I'm looking at what God gives. I'm look. What? Oh, I see I've got to preach this morning. The work that he's begun, he is faithful to finish that. It's not complete. There's a future for me. I know thy plans that I have for you. Come on, somebody. I understand what the writer was trying to say, but he really took out the future. You know what keeps me living for God? It's not just this moment of adversity. It's not just this moment of joy. It's not just, okay, I got through that trial. Uh Uh-uh. I'm looking for heaven. I'm looking for that finish. I'm looking when I get to the end. You know what end means? Future. I am not going to reap until I get to the end of my future. Stay with me. I'm going someplace. This psalmist, he had a rough time with the lost and the backslider. You know why? Because as he looked at them, they seemed to prosper. They seemed like, well, you're okay. You don't complain. Everything going well. In fact, the Bible says you got more than a heart could desire. He said, I was envious with them. What happens if you stay in that moment of time? You will gravitate, move. Maybe maybe you're a better driver than me. But if I'm driving, the vehicle tends to go where, where I'm looking. If I'm looking over here, I tend to pull the vehicle that way. If I look in this way, I tend to pull the vehicle that way. Thank God I got a vehicle right now. If I get out of the lane, it jerks me back in. Maybe you need to tell the Lord to give you an update. (laughs) I know this is strange for you because you just want to live one day, one moment at a time. I know that's all we got. I understand all that. But I'm still looking. I'm still looking for the next moment. I'm breathing right now, so I got another moment. Do you understand what I'm saying? I'm going to do my best to take the future as it comes, but I'm looking ahead. We spend more time looking around us and behind us, and because of that, we fall out of church. We think it'll never get better. We think this is the best that it's got. Look at those people out there. They're seeming to be happy. You really think they're happy? But they give the appearance of being happy. I wonder what would happen to the church of the living God if you gave the same appearance. And it's because you're not looking ahead. This psalmist had so much difficulties and trouble because of the way 
they prospered, the way they lived. And he was full of adversity. But look at them. They do what they want. They live the way they want. And seemingly they'll have no end. They're going to live forever. But this psalmist had a mentality that he wasn't living in that moment. He wasn't just taking that day. He was looking ahead. And the Bible says in the same chapter, verses, I believe, 16 and 17, these words. When I thought to know this, when I tried to figure it all out, it was too painful for me until I went into the sanctuary of God then I understood therein do you understand what I'm saying he had something that I've got to get he had something that I must get and maintain that many Christians do not have today and I'm going to tell you what it is in just a moment but he made up his mind no matter what I'm going through no matter if I almost slipped if I almost went out if I almost went back to the world I know that today is the day I'm going to the sanctuary and when I went into the sanctuary I understood their future. I said he understood their future. And he got a better understanding of his. You see, the problem is this. We look at others in our own perspective. We look at how they're living from our point of view. Instead of saying, how is God's perspective and point of view on this? Think about what I'm saying. I'm going to give you a word. I'm going to give you a word. I'm going to go back up here so I can pronounce it the best that I can. I'm going to teach you some things. You've heard of this word, but I'm going to give it to you real quick, okay? The word is resilient. Anybody heard that word? Resilient. That's what the church of the living God is missing. The psalmist had it. Asa had it. He had resilient. Yes, his feet almost slipped. It almost got the best of him because others were living a life and he was not living the high life. But And they talked about it. That's what it says in that chapter. They were big talkers. They like to tell you about how good they're doing and how much they got and, and you know, how little you got. They want to remind. They're big talkers. But I read somewhere in the future, I read somewhere in the end that God says, I'm going to have the last say. And whatever's written down, that's how they're going to be judged. And if their name's not in the book, then they didn't cross the finish line correctly. Do you understand? If I'm not looking ahead, how can I cross the finish line? The Apostle Paul put it this way. I think we're going to jump real quick to Corinthians. And I'll try to quote it. I don't know what's wrong with Evangelist Mike, but it's out. But anyway, it doesn't matter. I got a mic. And if I didn't have a mic, I got a voice. He put it this way, don't get weary with all the contradictions of sinners against you. But we have this treasure. That's right, go to the next one. We are troubled. This is not the one I want. This is not the one I want. It's talking about how he was saying, I think it's in the book of Hebrews. 
He was saying, listen, don't let the contradiction of sinners get you down. Let's find Hebrews. Did I give you Hebrews? Okay, let me get back up here then. Because I don't want the enemy to take anything away from this message. Hebrews 12, 1 and 3 says, Wherefore, seeing we are also compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and sin which does easily beset us. Let us run the race with patience, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross. Do you understand Jesus Christ? You know how he could go to the cross? He was looking for the joy that was set before him. What are you looking at? Are you looking how hard it is? Are you looking at what you don't have? Are you looking at what misery you're going through? Are you looking at what you've got to give up? Friend, I'm looking what I'm going to get. Hope is not this moment. It's in the future. Recovery is not this moment. It's in the future. Even in the world, when they go into a rehab, they're not recovered in the first moment they enter. It takes a future. It takes a time. It takes going towards, as Paul put it, pressing towards the mark. I forget the things that are behind. I press towards the mark. What? The future. God's future for me. I don't know if you're really getting this. But if you don't get it, if you don't get some resilience... You're not going to make heaven. It's going to get a lot worse. I said it's going to get a lot worse. And those out in the world are going to do far better than you. And if you don't get some resilience, what is resilience? It's basically the ability or capacity to spring back into form from difficulties or adversities like Tigger T.I. double girl er, he's got that spring for are you with me it's, it's like an ink pen you can't write with an ink pen if it didn't have a spring because when you push it down it stay down you can't play basketball if the air is out of the ball you got to be able to spring up. The church doesn't have resilience. No, we don't. Too many people are backsliding. Why? Because they just won't endure. They just won't look ahead. They just won't say this too will pass. They're either too busy looking in the past or living this moment of trouble. Very few people leave the church when everything is going well and the refrigerator is full. It's when it's empty and there's problems and they begin to look around and say, well, that one used to sit here five years ago. That one used to sit here ten years ago. Look at them. Their refrigerator's full. I'm just telling you the truth. But resilience tells me I'm going to spring back. I like this other definition of the word is one word elasticity <laughs> elasticity is the ability of a body listen 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 
to resist a distorting, a distorting influence and return to its original size and shape once the influence is removed. Do you understand when he came back into the sanctuary, everything that he was worried about was removed. And he came back in to the right shape and the right size. And he was able to say, that's all right. I know what's going to happen to them. And I know what's happening to me. And so I'll endure hardships. My God, I'll endure doing without. Because one day, honey, it's going to be a short day. If I was just, and I know my wife doesn't like me to, to, to say any of this, but if I was just a little bit younger, I would, I would act like a spring. You know, the, you would get down and boing. But I'm afraid I could get down, but there would not be no boing. I mean, I'd get up, but there wouldn't be a boing. So can you see that? Can you see me being pressed? Persecuted. But not destroyed. Not forsaken. Elasticity like a rubber band. In school. It's amazing. You get the right rubber band friend. And he will be a friend. You're not understanding. You know why I'm staying in the church of the living God? Because I got some resilience. Do you understand that? I've been up. I've been down. I've been left. I've been right. I've seen them come. I've seen them go. I've had all kinds of trials and tribulations. But there's something about me when not tough. You see the word means tough. I spring back. And when I get in church, honey, like this morning's saturation of the Holy Ghost it does something to this spring's temper not temper as in anger but temper as in strength uh, in other words uh, I was being clicked all week somebody got a ballpoint pen somebody give me a pen oh I got to have a pen I got to do some clicking that, that ain't got no clicker I got to have one with a clicker yeah, come on I'll take them all I'll take them all. I'll take them all. Click, 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 click. That's me. Click, click, click. All week, all week. I got so much stuff going on all year. I got so much happening. My body's wearing out. This one's happening, you know. This one's going on. Uh, all of a sudden, you know, I got a bill collector calling me that I thought I paid. Uh, oh, I said, I, I thought I paid you. No, it's not here. Oh, click, 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 click. Kind of like a heartbeat. You know, after a year of clicking that spring, don't you think it gets a little weak? Have you ever had a pen where you clicked it down and you had to hit the end of it to get it to go back? I'm out the only one. You didn't throw it away, did you? No, you wouldn't throw it away until it ran out of ink. (laughs) 
You see, that's a beauty thing coming into the sanctuary. My spring is renewed. And my ink is overflowing. No, there's no leak on my shirt, honey. There's no leak all over the paper, honey. I'm talking about clean. Oh, my God of heaven. I'm talking about I'm clicking. I'm clicking. I'm springing. I'm clicking. I'm springing. I'm clicking. You know, I'm the only one that can do that. I'm. That's the trouble with apostolics. Oh, Pastor, help me. You got the same spring I got. Strengthen thy feeble knees and lift up the hands that hang down. Quit you like men. Get strong in the Holy Ghost. Quit whining about how bad you got it. I don't know about you. But I got a grand inheritance. I mean, a beautiful inheritance. And so, am I the only one that has gotten so down that you didn't even think you could get up off the couch? Honey, I can't move. Help me off the couch. I'm talking about elasticity. If you maintain resilient, if you maintain it, if you maintain it, if you ain't got it, you need to get a renewing of the Holy Ghost because that power, you can't have hope, listen to me, without it. And you cannot be recovered of whatever you're going through without it. Because the patience, knowing I may be compressed right now, And I'm all out of joints. But when God says it's time to, oh, I just, the Lord just gave me something. The Lord just gave me something. You know, there's a scripture that says this Spring up. No, you didn't say that, did you? Spring up. Spring up. Oh, well. I'm feeling dry. Up. I'm feeling thirsty. Spring up, oh well. I'm feeling like my feet's nigh slipped. Yeah. I'm troubled on every side. Spring up, oh well. Spring up. Oh well. Oh well. Uh-huh. I'm stirring up yeah. the gift yeah. of the Holy Ghost. Yeah. Honey, when that gift comes on you, you're going to boing. Boy, you're going to be like you're walking on pogo sticks. Am I the only one? Am I the only one in here that needs this message? Evidently, you're acting like you don't need this message. This message is really springing me. You say, "Look at that old man jump up there." Hey, you're young. You should be jumping higher than me. But you'd rather sit down in your misery, fall out of the grace of God, and when He's saying, "All you got to do." Is get up. And when you get up and go back into the house of God, I'll meet you there. And I'll renew you there. 
I don't know how much longer I'm going to preach, but he gave me something else. You can't fly. Sorry to get a little too close there to you, buddy. You can't fly. Hope I didn't spit on him, but it's too late now. You remember as a kid, Elder, we had those wooden airplanes with the rubber band propeller. You remember them? You do you remember them? Do you remember them? And you had to take that elasticity. Wind it up. That's all adversity is doing to me. That's all troubles is doing to me. That's all heartaches is doing to me. It's just winding me up. And when God says, let your finger off of the propeller, honey, I'm flying. My God, somebody get some resilience. God wants to pack out this church. But you've got to get some resilience. Those that are listening and watching on live stream, yes, the message is for you as well. There are numerous reasons why people don't come. Not because they don't want to go to heaven. Not because they don't believe in God. But because they're too busy being hypothetical. Well, I remember when, and I wonder how they're going. And I know what I have to do. So they'd just rather be, have you ever seen a spring, a spring that has lost its temper, that it's no good for nothing? I mean, it couldn't even... It's not rigid. I mean, it's just, you know what I'm saying? It's good for, if it's lost its savor, it's, what is my savior? What is that? What is it? What is it? It's because I cannot, I must not give up no matter what is thrown at me. No matter what comes my way. No matter, no matter the mistakes that I may make. Uh, you understand, I'm looking, I'm looking for a spring. I'm looking for a spring. I'm traveling in the wilderness. This is not my home. I'm traveling in some hard places. I'm traveling in some dry places. I'm traveling in people that are alien to me. But I'm looking for a spring. You got to look ahead to find it. You got to look ahead to find it. As my daughter, if she's in the sanctuary, come. I am trying to encourage you. We are saved by hope. But hope that is seen is no longer hope, right? To recover ourselves out of the snare of the fowler that many times take us captive at his will. You think he's taking you captive when you're springing? No. He's taking you captive when you've sat down and saying like many of the others in the Old Testament, it would have been better if I'd not lived. Just go ahead and take me out. You, you scholars, correct me later, later, later. There were several men that said that to God in the Old Testament. I don't know of any right now where God said, okay, boom. Nope. 
He said, you in my, my words, he said, you better spring up and go down to that brook. Hush your mouth. Here's a well for you. Uh-huh. I'm going to take you on over to Nineveh, and you better do what I tell you to do and hush your mouth. Job, Job, he was the same way. Been better for my mama never to have me. He was so compressed. He lost everything, including his health. But he looked ahead. He wouldn't. He wouldn't curse God, maintain his integrity. He said, blessed be the name of the Lord who giveth and who taketh away. Wait a minute, I'm not true. He had some resilience. He said, I'm going to hold on. Do you know that when he prayed for his friend, God gave him back twice as much as he had. You've got to be resilient. You have to hold on. You may cry yourself to sleep, but joy, get out of that bed. Don't you stay in that bed and say, I'm so depressed, I can't. You better get out of that bed. Open the curtains. And you better do this. I challenge you. You get in one of those moments, get out of the bed before you do anything. (laughs) Go like this, if you can. Hello, joy. No, you didn't get that. You didn't get that. Hello, joy. That's what the Bible says. Weeping may endure for a moment, but I'm looking ahead. I haven't met anybody today you may have had that they have cried 24-7 for all their life. So who's going to do it? Who's going to do it? Oh, you feel like you, 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 your body won't. Yeah, it'll, it'll do it. It'll do it. You just go. It'll do it. It'll do it. Hello, joy. I'm, some of you want to do that. Some of you want to do that right now, don't you? Why? Why aren't you? I don't have a lock on it. Thank you, Dorinda. I don't have a lock on it. Resilient. Be resilient. Be resilient. Be resilient. Spring back from adversity. Spring back from trouble. Spring back from persecution. Spring back from sickness. Spring back. From financial hardship, spring back from injury, spring back from anxiety, spring back from depression. Now, I left three pins up here. Thank you for your gift. Whoever gets them first, I'm through preaching.
George, can you do that for me? How'd it make you feel? Yeah, that makes you feel good. Watch Elder. Don't hurt your back. He caught a cloud. They didn't break their back. They didn't break their legs. I hope this message will encourage you and strengthen you. But if you do not pray for it, if you do not walk in it, the next time you are down, I'm talking down, don't you say to yourself, well, I'm not going today. You're saying, I'm there. And when you get here, it'll be okay to come to the altar and do this. No telling what would happen. Put your hands together, magnify the king. My daughter's going to play. You do what you feel led. Don't forget the fundraiser. You can get it to go. Whatever you need to do, the Lord bless you. Where is, where is he? 